myself out. I am afraid of I'm terrified and paralyzed by I am deathly afraid of Welcome to the Sum of All Fears podcast with your host, me, Ryan Perio. Hello, and welcome to the Sum of All Fears podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Perio. This week, I just got home from a weekend at Little Rock featuring for the hilarious Andy Woodhull and working with Ashley Corby out of Nashville, Tennessee. We did a weekend at the Looney Bin in Little Rock, Arkansas. It was a very fun time. I had a great ch- great fun and look forward to doing the Looney Bins again in the near future. But right now, a new episode here with Artist. This is a continuation from my live episodes at the Pedicolis Brewery doing the Hops and Arts Festival. This week, it's Artist Jesus Delgado. And we talk about his art and how... He, he comes up with how he does his art, as well as being a military man, family, and his fear of being alone. It's a very interesting story of how that fear came to be. So let's get into this interview right now with Jesus Delgado. All right, my next guest is artist Jesus Delgado. Jesus, how you doing today? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Like I said, I, at first I was a little little nervous because I was afraid because this is my first live show. And so I'm like, technology-wise, like, did I bring the right stuff? Did I bring batteries? God forbid. Like everything just, my fear was plugging everything in, have it work for five minutes, and then something happened that I can't fix. Yeah. And then you'd be like, oh, man, what am I going to yeah. do? What am I going to do? <laughs> but I get we got this working thanks to Oscar, who will be future guest here just momentarily. Hey, Zeus. You're an artist here. How long have you been doing? Uh, since 2017. And what kind of paintings do you do? Just I do acrylic painting. Okay. Yeah, I started with uh, pencils. Um, mm-hmm. I just do that in high school, but actual paint, 2017. Okay. So what would you consider your style to be? I'm not a realistic kind of okay. painting. I'm not a, I don't do abstract. Um, mm-hmm. I can't relate to it. My brain doesn't work that way. That's totally uh, fine. That's yeah. why we're all... That's what makes art so great is we can all be... It's like comedy. Like, we can all see the same situation and pick out the obscure one thing, but everybody's obscurity is just totally different. Correct. Like, drive through. some people will talk about how long it takes. Other people will talk about what the food looks like in the bag. There's just, everybody has a different visual representation of that moment. Yeah, I'm more of a, how, I want to eat it already. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep going. Yes. Same here. I am a eat in the car, you know, mm-hmm. give me extra napkins. <laughs> kind of person and hot sauce, the free okay. hot sauce. So, what is your what is your fast food of choice? Do you know I really don't have one? Uh, I, I could go to Jack in the Box and some tacos, and I'll be mm-hmm. I'll be okay. Okay. Now, my wife, on the other hand, she'll have to have either um, Grimaldi's. I don't know if you ever mm-hmm. had that pizza. Yeah. But she's like she's like the fancy one. I'm just okay. just feed me. I don't care. Like I'm fuel city personally. <laughs> well, I w- I'm prior military, so. Okay. I'm used to eating MREs. I'm used to yeah. eating stuff that people don't know about. So it's like, yeah. like I just I could eat uh, crackers with peanut butter and I'd be all right. Yeah. People, yep. I was actually had a guy military. He does a, a military podcast, Fallen 360, Mario. Mm-hmm. And he talked about like MREs and like they're like, for people that don't know, MRE food, he definitely knows because he's a Marine. Same here. 
And so MREs are like 2,000 calories or something. Like it's supposed to survive you a week. It's not supposed to be like it's not a meal pack. Like you just open it like a TV dinner. Oh, yeah. It's not like that. No. But people will people will think that's a meal substitute. Like, no, it's a weak meal substitute. Like that is a that is a you're on your own for seven days. Figure it out. Meal. And then some of them are not that great. So if you don't get the cheese or the the jalapeno cheese, if you don't get that, oh, man, you're stuck. The jalapeno cheese. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be out seven days with jalapeno cheese. That's just, oh, that's no. just me. I'm I, telling you, it makes a gourmet meal. Okay. <laughs> if you're lost in the military, guys, you heard it here. The MRA to get is jalapeno cheese. Whoever makes that, your well, production. Well, get the beef stew. You got to get the beef stew, put the jalapeno cheese, then crump up the crackers and put mm-hmm. them inside and put the Tabasco on it. Yeah, Tabasco. You got to put Tabasco on it. Do they come with Tabasco in oh, the military? Yes. Like yes. They give you Tabasco? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That doesn't seem productive. Like, how can you get that out of that time? Like, I can't get it out of the bottle they normally serve. Like, it is... <laughs> Hey, like, it'll come out. You're hungry enough, it'll come out. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you just, is it just, you just break like a capsule? Like, you just, sna- <laughs> you just snap it in half and. God, I can't even imagine a tiny Tabasco. That, that, that just sounds frustrating. <laughs> it's not, it's not really. But. So, you started pencil drawing, then you came to what you do now with the uh, acrylic. Acrylic, yeah. So, what, ha- what have you felt like you've you've learned from doing from going to acrylic like what what kind of feelings is that kind of is it just kind of a calm is it a getaway from the wife everything else going on or okay um this is gonna some people are gonna hate me because of this right but i'm not that that type of artist okay. I'm, I'm not the touchy-feely artist like mm-hmm. i was feeling this when i was painting this mm-hmm. it's not like that it's okay. more of a i see an image uh, in my head and i just want to paint it that's okay. it I, there's no like uh, there's no like anger it's, there's no nothing okay. like that it's i just, just didn't know if it was just a way for you to just like have your own space <laughs> like to to not listen to somebody else talk or just to kind of be in a quiet room well, it, does, it does help like if yeah. you have ptsd and stuff like that it does help you but i'm not that artist you know? okay. i'm not the touchy-feely artist that's good and that's I, i'm not touchy-feely either that's my teacher that's your teacher <laughs> oh hello but thank you she was my English teacher, actually. Because, oh, okay. uh, like I said, I, I came from Mex- my family came from mm-hmm. Mexico, so my first twelve years I lived in Mexico. So when I moved back to the states, she taught she taught me English. Okay, like writing and speaking, or just speaking? Speaking and writing, yeah, pretty much everything. It was the awesome. ESL classes. So, well, thank you. You've done it. Your your pupil here is doing wonders here, and you know. It's seems you know happy and that's all you can ask for as a teacher i mean you just want your students to be happy and to be able to to use the gifts you give them so yeah yeah student of the week it was uh, for uh telemundo it was okay. they had like a they had an um uh, had the TV cameras come over, and I had an art. Uh, I had a, um, a drawing that went to a contest. I think I got second place that time. I don't remember exactly, but that's awesome. It was pretty, pretty off. Awesome. So, where in Mexico did you grow up? Saltillo, Coahuila, okay. which is uh, for everybody about an hour from Monterrey. Okay, yeah. so Monterrey. Okay. Yeah. How did you? How do? You, how do you feel like that differed, like lifestyle-wise, differ between there in America? Because uh, very different. The, the the dynamic of being there to here is just day and night. 
Yeah. Um, you know, everybody hears about fast food and things like that. Over there, we were worrying about eating. Yeah. So, you were just so, worried about so food. Totally yeah, totally <laughs> just food. Totally different thing, yeah. So that's why I'm like, I'm easy as far yeah. as food. Dude. Give me whatever, I'll eat it. One of my comedy friends, she's from, she grew up in Guadalajara. Mm-hmm. And so her family, her mom and dad migrated here first. And she was left with her grandparents. So I, you may have a similar situation where Probably, you're, yeah, you're, kind, you're of kind of left with grandparents. And they're pretty much like the matriarch. It's, it's way more of a hierarchy, I feel like, family-wise. Like your grandmother. Yes, is, they're like the leaders of the, yeah, of the family. Yes. It is. They are in control. And Correct, you yeah. are at their mercy. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's good. Sometimes not so much. But you just that's just the life of, you know, being with a grandparent. And that's you, true. You, yeah. you build these strong bonds. And so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad's side of the family was like that. My grandmother kind of ruled the roost. You know, <clears throat> we stayed at her house as long as she was able to cook. Mm-hmm. And she did not eat other people's cooking. I don't know how your grandparents are. Like, if you take them food that they don't know where it came from, they are. Well, it, it all depends. I mean, it depends on who was cooking it. If it yeah. was my mom cooking for them, they'll eat it. But if it was somebody else cooking, like, no, 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 I'm yeah. cooking. Yeah. You just sit down, I'll cook. They'll so. do. They'll yeah, point at it and they'll that. give you a no, like not even oh, to bring it close. Oh, no, they'll, be a, they'll do the nice thing. Oh, thank you, thank you. Here, we'll save it for tomorrow. Here, I, I made this for you today. So, yeah, so that's how they do it. Yeah, I totally, my grandmother was like that. It was very funny. Like, yeah. she only place she would eat out was Black Eyed Pea. That's all. Anything else we brought in? Papa Do's. <laughs> she did not, she was a Cajun woman. She made her own gumbo. If you brought, God forbid, you brought gumbo in the house. She got mad at us for getting her a microwave. Oh wow! Like that was the like she had a microwave and she we got her a new one because hers was like the dial like old and she was you know just some like when you're a grandparent you just you have your way and if your your children it, you see it as an invasion when your children get you something that you don't want or that's newer like we we fought with her over silverware and everything else because she just wanted her stuff yeah. And so I totally get the whole growing up in there. So you have an interesting fear here about being alone. Yeah, like I was trying to explain yeah. to you earlier, it was more about being left alone, I guess, if you want to say mm-hmm. it. Because uh, like I said, when I was, when I was a kid uh, in Mexico, I uh, went out with my grandmother to get groceries, and she left me at the store. But she forgot about me. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I was left for maybe six, seven hours. Mm-hmm until I was finally found but yeah that was pretty interesting so and it was your fault it was always my fault you know Um, I I have I have a similar story when I was a little kid because I grew up in Houston and in the 80s you had malls and in the malls you had these like these boutiques they had these clothes things but they were Mm -hmm. in a circle and as a kid I would duck under and just sit in the clothing and so people would be looking at clothes they would just see a wayward child just sitting there you know just having fun just hiding out you know playing around underneath and apparently while I was doing that my parents went to a different store and then another store and I'm still two stores back and at one point I'm just a little kid just playing around all of a sudden I see my dad just come through like the clothes and I was in so much trouble because I had freaked them out because I had just been gone. Yeah. And so I totally get the wrath of even though it's innocently you get left behind because you're a kid. There's a lot of distraction. I can't even imagine grocery shopping in Mexico. Like that's got to be a lot of talking, a lot of walking. Yeah. But no, it's not like a, it's not like a department store that you go to. It's like, 
outdoors. It's a market. Yeah. It's a market. So the thing with markets in Mexico is that every little corner, you're going to have one that sells little toys, like little chadores. Like uh-huh. uh, they have a little ring and everything. Course, and I used to be a big fan of, of Lucha Libre, which is wrestling in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So every time there was one, I would stop and I, I try to play with them or I try to see if I can get one. But of course, my grandma never bought me anything. <laughs> she just like, looked at me like, no, let's go. And this time I just stayed at one and then she just disappeared in the crowd. So, yeah. That's got to be terrifying, too, because that's what I was thinking, too, when you said grocery shopping in Mexico. is like you're out on the street market. People are walking around. You, and so you're stressed out because you're looking up and there's nobody you recognize. Yeah. And in Mexico, you do have two uh, people that you're always afraid of, the Cucuy and the Llorona. So once that happens, yeah. you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, actually. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. but I don't know. I don't know that's you can. Supposed to say that or not. But, yeah, that's what happens. That was one of Mario's episodes I listened to before I interviewed with him was he was talking about Yahirona and the Banshee, which is yeah. if you don't in let outside of Latin culture, the equivalent is the Banshee, which is, you know, just the crying woman that's that'll take your children in the night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That she's always looking for her children. And so any children that are out past dark, you're you're you're, you're in, in. <laughs> yeah. You're in danger. It was a way to, to it's a way to tell you to come in outside from playing, and it seems pretty effective. It was, actually. <laughs> By 7 o'clock, you're looking at the light, okay, it's getting dark, let's go home. So, yeah. It's amazing that that's how, that's how bred it is into you, like, even now. <laughs> well, not right now. I love horror movies, which yeah. is crazy. But, um, yeah, back then, it was, it was one of those things like, that... Now you're just like, come on, yeah, come like, on, bring, bring it. it. Bring it, yeah. <laughs> No, so. so have you painted like Lucha Libre in any of your paintings? I have actually. Uh, I did some back for a customer. So, mm-hmm. but I, I sell them. Them I haven't done any like that yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to eventually, but my my style is more of a Aztecs or either Day of the Dead. That's what mm-hmm. I like to do. That's really cool. I love. I w- I definitely want to do like Mexico City, like a Day of the Dead, because yeah. that looks super cool with the parades mm-hmm. and everybody wearing like the skeleton. See another honeymoon idea. For you guys over at Candy Artworks to do Day of the Dead. There yeah. we go. Just setting them up for a relationship <laughs> that may or may they've been inseparable, so they can they can do it as a vacation, as people, or as a plus one, whatever situation they want to be in. <laughs> you're like, I want to go. <laughs> well, you're married, so you're. Yep. You, but have you done like? Like a real Day of the Dead, like in Mexico, or I haven't done it in Mexico. I've done it here. Okay. I, when I was little, yeah, we they used to have it in Saltillo. They have the on the market, so have that. But here, I do the events they have. That's about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're a horror fan. Yeah, I like horror movies. Yeah. So is that does that come from being le- like the just from like the Kui the well the- that and when I was younger, uh, my uncle he used to like watching the Freddy Krueger movies okay. which I love Freddy just because of that um, then I started watching Jason and all the other movies so after that you just develop a taste for them mm-hmm. like the other ones seem kind of dull so they're like oh, no no that's not me I need to mm-hmm. watch something with blood in it so, so is it yeah. any modern ones or are you just modern ones uh, the last one I watched was um, i trying to remember it was like the Saw movies that okay. I actually got into after that. It's like the other ones were kind of eh. Yeah. I tried to watch the Jorona one. It wasn't that great. Yeah. So, and it didn't scare me. So like, yeah, it's not going to be good. So what does scare you? Just, is it the blood or guts or is it the suspense? It's just uh, the idea that it can actually happen. Like, okay. It, it can be just a regular, like a, it can be one of those 
ugly movies that's just uh, just killing people just for nothing. It has to have like a something that might actually happen to you. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, that's awesome. I, I, I it's cool that you like bring that kind of horror, a little bit, a hint of it to your painting as well as like you see something, got it. Yeah. Well, actually, my first ever painting was actually Pennywise. Okay. I, I love pen, uh, the, the old one, Tim it, Curry. No, or? actually, the new one. Okay. Because, like I said, I just started in 2017. Okay. So that was my first painting ever done. So after that, that's like my tradition now. Every year, on the same day that I created, that I did the first one, I'll do one Pennywise. That's cool. So if you go to my Instagram at uh, J Dagalo Image, you see it every every year on the same day. I'll post a Pennywise. It's a Pennywise day. Yes, sir. Sarah will love that that you have a Pennywise <laughs> day. <laughs> She has afraid of clowns, so. Oh, okay. I should have brought one. <laughs> yeah, she, her, she was my episode 30. She's kind of the inspiration for bringing me out here. I appreciate her coming out here to let me do this. This is real fun. But yeah, she is afraid of clowns, and she's, her cousin locked her in and made her watch like clown, uh, killer clown movies. Tied us up. See, and it's not afraid of being tied up. It's just the clown. See, she could have been tied up and watched something else, and they would have been told, like, Winnie the Pooh or something else, been told, been just afraid of Winnie the Pooh, which I'm kind of afraid of Winnie the Pooh, like, that, that whole thing, because it's like, is he, like, is he okay? Is Christopher Robin, like, you know, just, <laughs> like, is, you got to think, like, he's, he's thinking all this up for this long, like, he's, he's pretty old, and he, and he's thinking of himself outside of it like he's not there with them he's thinking they're doing this away from him so like how terrible do you think you are as a kid that when you're not there they're having the time of their lives totally poo piglet tiggler are just ki- killing it and then you come and they're just this like the whole time <laughs> it, like you just they go it's like michigan J. frog like they just only perform when you're not there <laughs> but that's just my weird thought about it but Back to your being alone. So how do you, how does that manifest itself now? Do you still like, do you like to have people with you? Like you like to be in company of friends? Like if you're by yourself? Like well, I'm a very social person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to talk to people. I like to be around mm-hmm. people sometimes. Sometimes. So <laughs> but uh, like it was mostly with my family. Like, um, like whenever they have to do something, like with my wife and my kids, they have to go do, to go to the doctor. So like maybe like last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father-in-law is really ill right now, so she had to take him to appointments and everything, right? My son had to go to school because he's doing the, the, what's it called, star testing? Yeah. So he had to go. And then the little one, she, he went with her. So I was at the house by myself. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a scary cat, but, you know, I was like, yeah. I was uneasy the yeah. whole time. It's FOMO. Yeah, you're, like you're I, was une- I was uneasy the whole time. I was like, I was working, but I was still like, yeah, like. It was it weirded me out not yeah. being with around them. So yeah, you yeah. It, empty house and as a yeah, parent, that's much. that's the that's a huge fear for a parent too. Because like, yeah. you know, one of my friends, she has a kid, and when she sips him off to baby daddy, mm-hmm. you know, that now it's an empty house, and she, <laughs> you're just there with you, and it doesn't feel right. Yeah, there you go, something like that. So, I, I thank you for doing this. Now, Jesus, where can people find you on social media? I think you said Jay Delgado. Yes, I'm at, on Facebook and Instagram. I have the Jay Delgado image. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me there also. Uh, I have Twitter. I just started a Twitter. I haven't really posted much there, but it's also going to be Jay Delgado image. Okay. Well, give it up for Jesus Delgado, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. So that was Jesus. 
what a scary story as far as being a child and left in a marketplace in Mexico because it's outdoors, a lot of chaos, a lot of people just kind of ignoring you, a lot of, a lot of, I, you know, just, just panic. I thank you guys for listening. Check out Jesus and his art at J Delgado Image on Instagram and Facebook. He's got some amazing paintings. They're really good. Make sure you check them out. And thanks for listening. I had a great weekend in Little Rock with Andy and Ashley, our MC. We had a lot of fun. We didn't do a lot of sightseeing just because of the heat. And I think a lot of, you know, a lot of us just kind of took it as a kind of a staycation and just kind of relaxed and unwound from our normal weekly routines. Definitely look forward to going back. I had great, great sets in Little Rock. Crowds were awesome. I had a lot of support. I appreciate that. As far as the podcast goes, you know, I didn't do any interviews while I was out there as I came home i realized i'd even take this a sim card to do the podcast interviews but again like i said it was more of a staycation for all of us to kind of just just kind of relax and be in our own spaces we still had a lot of fun we ate at whole hog barbecue which is a very good barbecue place so if you're in the little rock area check out whole hog it was very tasty i had the pulled pork sandwich and a couple of burnt ends and that was fantastic in itself. I recommend sauces number three and number five as far as the six sauces they had on our tables. But check out Whole Hog Barbecue. Also check out the Looney Bins in Little Rock if you're in that area. Real fun comedy club, amazing crowds. Thanks again for listening to the Sum of All Fears podcast as we're coming up slowly but steadily on a year of all these podcasts and interviews. So next week I'll have Oscar Nash. I'll see if he has maybe a music track that he wants to add to the podcast episode. And we'll go from there. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. If you like what you hear and you haven't left a review already, please leave a review. It helps expand my visibility on the podcasting platforms. If you have any questions or comments for the show, sure, send me an email at somefearfans at gmail.com. Add us on somefearfans on Twitter and Instagram. And we have a Facebook group called The Sum of All Fears. So check it out and join the conversation. We'll, We'll start some here fairly shortly. Thanks for listening to The Sum of All Fears podcast. And now some thank yous for the folks that make this show possible. Thanks to Barry Whitewater for my art and graphics. You can follow him on Instagram at bwhiteh2o. Get it? H2O, like water. You can also follow him on Facebook. Music. A huge thank you to Gunnar Olson for the wonderful music provided for this podcast. You can follow him on Instagram at gunbuns, that's G-U-N-B-U-N-S, as well as his website, gunnarolson.net. Check out some of the samples that he has recorded. They're amazing. He's an amazing percussionist. If you want to follow the show, we've got a Facebook group, Some of All Fears. Instagram, Twitter, you can find us at Some Fear Fans. 
If you have some feedback for the show, email me at somefearfans, S-O-M-E-F-E-A-R-F-A-N-S at gmail.com. I'll be happy to, to take those into consideration. Also, if you'd like to be a guest, email me at somefearfans at gmail.com. We can try to iron out some details and get that settled in. You know, give us some feedback if on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a review. It makes the show bigger, and it's not going anywhere. I'm going to record as many shows as I possibly can. If you want to follow me on social media, I am at Ryan Perio. It's R-Y-A-N-P-E-R-R-I-O on all social media platforms. You can follow me there, and you can check me out at ryanperio.com, my website. I'll try to list upcoming shows there as well. It's been kind of spotty because as soon as I set it up, that's when the pandemic happened. And everything's kind of just in a, in a holding pattern. Thanks again for listening to the Sum of All Fears podcast. Next week, we'll have another guest with another fear. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.